Hello, my name is Ray Montgomery. I'd like to welcome you to the Navigating Blindness podcast. And on today's show, I have Mr. Jason Bailey, Chief Technical Officer here at Bosma. How you doing today, Jason? I'm good, Ray. Thanks for having me on the show today. All right. No problem. No problem. really wanted to bring you on the show to learn more about what you and your team um, in IT are doing with the Bosma IT Consulting and uh, really to educate our audience on how they can, uh, you know, possibly get involved uh, with our services here. So, so Jason, how long have you uh, been working here at Bosma? Um, so 16 years full time and then about three and a half as an IT consultant before that. Um, so actually today is my 16th uh, anniversary. So. Oh, okay. Uh, well, happy anniversary. Then. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. That's what's up. So how did you get introduced to Bosma? Um, so kind of got Bosma as uh, IT consultant when I was working at another consulting firm um, and, you know, didn't really know anything about Bosma or really, you know, what the business was, you know, once, once I was able to, you know, get in, do some, you know, setups of computers and servers and things like that, uh, really got an understanding of the business um, and then, Things started kind of ringing a bell. Um, I was, you know, born and raised here in Indianapolis. Uh, my grandmother always bought brooms from um, one of the guys on the street corner that would sell brooms. And just remember always growing up, don't ever buy brooms from a store, always buy them from the guy on the corner because they're the best brooms in town. And never really knew, you know, anything about that. Um, and then, you know, kind of, you know, taking it full circle, working at the organization every day I come in and it's just one of those situations. Like you always have that reminder, uh, number one for me of my grandmother and, and then just, you know, the, the good work that we're able to do and help provide employment opportunities. Yeah. Mr. Richter. I remember yeah. him. Yeah, absolutely. That's ironic. So now that you, you started working here at Bosman, the same guy that was getting the brooms from, now you're working here at, at the same place you got the brooms from. So yeah, full circle right there. Have you, have you always been into uh technology? Uh, actually, no. Um, really, you know, in high school got into computers, you know, doing like AutoCAD, um, wanted oh, yeah. to be, you know, an architect and then kind of changed career paths whenever I went away to college for a short period of time, uh, actually wanted to be a police officer left college and, you know, had an opportunity to get into a different field. And I ended up starting in the IT world, Indiana National Bank during their uh, MBD conversion, the National Bank of Detroit conversion um, back in the early 90s. Um, it's kind of how I got started in the industry. And then went on from there and went to a couple consulting firms, did a little time with IBM. And then, so yeah, and then here I am today. So you wasn't one of those uh, those kids that broke down the electronics and took them apart and all that good stuff, no? <laughs> no, not actually. The rest of the team, for sure, yes. Yeah. Uh, but I, but it was for me, it was just something something that happened and just kind of really found the passion for it. Really, once I started in the industry and didn't really know that much about it, had other other background from the CAD side using the computer, but never really that break fix, um, you know, server stuff. Um, but just that technical background kind of helped, you know, mold that career. So Bosma IT Consulting, talk to me about the services that we provide, the things you guys are doing with Bosma IT Consulting. 
Yeah. So Bosma IT Consulting, um, it's really, you know, it's a, just a division underneath Bosma Enterprises. And it's really just, it was really brought in to help diversify the business with bringing on additional, you know, lines of revenue um, and lines of business. So what we're doing is utilizing our current staff that we have in the IT department for, you know, some of the skills that they have. And then for some of the local businesses, small to medium-sized businesses, that allows us to go in and help them. Uh, Usually some of those smaller businesses don't have an IT staff. So what we want to be is that IT staff or that chief technology officer to help them plan future things for their business, project management, so we're doing desktop server repair, printer repair, if somebody needed it, or installations of desktops. We're resellers of hardware and software, so we can buy new equipment for people, new software for people, uh, or those small businesses. Helping with Salesforce, you know, any of that implementation or just their consulting piece. So, I mean, it's been a real good line of business for us, utilizing our staff. And we're able to bring on people that are blind or visually impaired and help them provide a better salary for them and their families. Some of these jobs in the IT world are obviously are higher paying um, and not everybody wants to do production work or warehouse work, things like that. So we kind of used it as a training opportunity for us to be able to say, hey, let's get these people some technology training, build, build them up to where their resume is getting better, you know, with, with some of the technology stuff. And then if we lose them, we lose them. And the ultimate goal is, you know, for us to be able to help these people build their resumes and then possibly go somewhere else for that gainful employment and other businesses around to say, okay, even though you are blind or you're visually impaired, you can do the same work as someone that's sighted. So for us, that's been the best part of this is we're giving an avenue uh, for some of these higher paying jobs outside of our, our building. Yeah, that's a great point right there. Talk about that. because A lot of people do not uh, realize about the technology that is out there for people who are blind and vision impaired. Talk to me about some of the technology that we use here at Bosman internally uh, for people who are blind to be successful. Yeah. So we've got Fusion, which is software that is uh, includes JAWS and ZoomText. Uh, JAWS is job access with speech. And basically what it does is it is a screen reader and it will read to someone that's blind what's actually on the screen. So without seeing it, they can actually you know have it, the computer reading back to them. Um, and it allows them to navigate, whether it's websites, an Excel document, emails, whatever it is, just the same way that someone that's sighted would be able to do that. Zoom text is like a screen enlarger. So basically it's going to take a small window inside of that screen and you're able to zoom in. So someone that's got just a little visual disability, they're able to be able to zoom it in a little larger and be able to use larger monitors to be able to work, you know, without the screen reading technology. So there's a use case for both sides of that. Some users want JAW, some users want ZoomText. So it really just depends on those users. We do uh, large monitors. Um, so you'll walk around the facility, you'll see 32 inch screens at people's desks. So where they have a larger workspace, which has been very successful for us and some of these people that are just visually impaired. 
large print keyboards with different color keys or color combinations on the keyboards. So you may have white keys with black letters or yellow keys with black letters or black keys with white letters. And then everyone's visual acuity is just a little bit different. And so what we try to do is find any, any technology out there or any, you know, different devices that's going to work for anyone that we may be able to put in into the field. So they may go through an assessment and say, Hey, that they need a yellow keyboard with black print um, because it's easier for them to see. And then we'll do that. You got braille displays, you've got, uh, man, there's all kinds of different apps out there on the mobile devices. So some of the things, you know, that we're doing is blind square. It allows people to navigate in, around your facility. Right. I mean, you, you've got note takers that are for people that are blind or visually impaired. I mean, you, you, you name it, you can kind of think of it that somebody's going to have. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of, a lot of technology out there. Before we get into Blind Square, I just want to go back a little bit about JAWS and Zoom Techs. I know sometimes I hear from employers, they don't want to install this software onto their system. Is there any risk when you are installing like JAWS, Zoom Techs, or any type of those screen readers? No, I wouldn't say it's a risk. And, and really what, what we found in working with our employment services team, you know, that's really helping trying to find those opportunities out in the community to bring on someone that's blind or visually impaired is... People are afraid of the cost. They just don't understand what that cost is. So maybe $1,000, you can get some of the software for those users and be able to bring them on. Um, you know, it's kind of one of those additional costs that they may not have to do for someone that's sighted. But once, once they get that software on there, those users can actually utilize the machine just as well as everybody else. So I think Ultimately, for me and like what we've seen, it, it just seems like there's a cost and that cost possibly scares people away. And I'm here to tell you that the cost isn't that bad. Everyone should go through an assessment to see what they need. But on those, you know, I mean, worst case, you may be looking at like $2,500 tops to bring on someone with a complete visual impairment with a CCTV or something like that. But I mean, the cost is really very low compared to what, what the disability rate is, you know, here in the state of Indiana and, you know, nationally. Yeah, it's not that much. And a lot of, a lot of times, um, a lot of that cost is taken care of by, you know, vocational rehabilitation. Yeah. Um, not yeah, all these computers. Go yeah. Ahead. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely correct. I mean, Voc Rehab is paying for that. Uh, Windows is starting to bring on some of these, you know, this technology in their uh, OS. You've got Apple that's, you know, has it already built into their OS as well. So, I mean, all these different manufacturers of operating systems are saying, okay, there is a need here. And so they're starting to bring those on. I wouldn't necessarily say that they're great competitor to, you know, the fusion of the jaws of the zoom text, but some of those businesses can say, Hey, here's, here's this. And we could try this out. And a lot of those users are you probably using it at home anyways, because of that cost. So, I mean, it's a great alternative, but I mean, there are so many different things out there that everyone could be using. So talk to us about the three levels of support that Bosma's IT consulting provides to uh, various companies. Yeah. So, so for us, I mean, we kind of broke it down in like the three different levels as Ray was talking about, you know, we do like project management on the level one, uh, okay. blind square setup and configuration, 508 compliance. So we're testing people's websites for uh, compliance for screen readers. 
Level two is really that server support, you know, integration, help, internet setup configuration, email setup configuration. A business may call us and say, hey, we need a Wi-Fi setup in our building and we can go out and actually do the Wi-Fi setup configuration. Salesforce, you know, administration. Uh, level three stuff is like desktops, uh, just laptop repair or service uh, support. And then like blind square testing. So when we do blind square, we always have someone that's completely blind going out to test that to make sure that that, that system is actually set up and it's fully functional for truly a blind user. And so, yeah. You know, what is it, blind it, square? What, what is uh, blind square? And yeah. if you talk about blind square, I know they're like, what is blind square? What yeah, is, exactly. What is blind square? Yeah, so blind squares, uh, it, it, it's a unique application. So it is an indoor navigation system for people that are blind or visually impaired. So basically what it allows you to do, there's three pieces to the, to the system itself. So I'll talk about one of, the, one of our installs was Indiana School for the Blind. So Indiana School for the Blind is on 50 plus acres. So we have labeled out to the street bus stops to where someone, a student may be getting dropped off and they're walking up the drive to get to the front doors of the school itself. So you're labeling those bus stops with an actual pinpoint on a map down to the actual GPS location. So I could sit on that park bench, label it with the GPS coordinates, and then down to a five foot radius, you could say, here's where that park bench is. We've labeled their outdoor track, you know, different bus stops on their facility. Across their whole facility, we've labeled um, all the outdoor pinpoints. Once you get up to the front door, you're putting that last pinpoint in to where you're saying, hey, this is the front door to this building. Once you walk into that door, then what you have is the second piece to the system is the beacons. And then those beacons kind of kick in and then using the app itself will allow those uh, blind users to be able to navigate in those in that facility. So it's telling them, you know, where the restrooms are, classrooms are to the left, you know, in an office environment, you may say accounting is to the left. HRs to the, you know, to the right, and then marketing is straight ahead. If you're in a cross intersection of a building, um, and then you're, you're labeling that to really the specifics to that building. Um, and what's great is the system is so customizable. We can kind of pick and choose what we're doing. So if you're in a hallway that's going North and South only, you don't have to have an East and West direction. You can actually turn those off. And then it knows that you're going from North to South. And then if you're coming back, it knows that you're coming from South to North. Um, just because of how the phone or your watch is actually walking in, in those terms. And you can't use GPS indoors, Ray, because of the different you know, levels of the building. And that's why GPS works on the outside. And they use the beacons to kind of you know, pair it with it on the inside. And they're Bluetooth beacons that you can program to say whatever you want different gestures on the on the the phone you can walk into our bistro it'll tell you once it knows that you're in the bistro shake the phone for more information and you can actually shake the phone um is one of the gestures and it'll actually tell you what the daily special is oh yeah and then the last piece, yeah, and then the last piece is the QR codes. And the QR codes is just basically giving, you know, that blind user that same level of visual over an audio cue from that QR code. So uh, for us, 
going back to the bistro, we've got QR codes that will actually tell someone that's blind the entire menu of what's there, uh, how much each items cost, the vending machines we've labeled. So working directly with our vending company that does all of our vending machines and put a QR code on it. So someone that's blind actually knows that there's a QR code there because yeah. of the beacons are telling them. They can scan that QR code and it'll say A1 is the Snicker bar and it's $1.25. And so it's no longer, you know, what, what we here at Bosma have heard it referred to as, as playing the lottery in the vending machines. They know that they're getting that Snicker bar instead right. of a, a Milky Way. Right. Yeah, that's, um, that's, that's something that uh, nobody wants to be surprised. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's the three components yeah. to the system. Um, and you don't have to use all three of the components. You can use one, two, or three of them. Um, and then you kind of put them all together. And then it makes, you know, if you don't have anything outside, then you really only need the indoor stuff. And then you could kind of combine that with some of the QR codes as well. And that's what makes the system so nice. Um, and we are the sole installer and implementer here in the U.S. of the technology. Great, great tool to have, especially I see, you know, newly uh, blinded people at our rehab center or just people here that's new, uh, new hires using that. That's great to have. They can get their self acclimated to yeah, absolutely. Uh, become more self-sufficient and more independent when you're traveling. And that QR code comes in very, very handy as well. Talk to me about being 508 compliant and why that is important for a lot of uh, businesses to uh, be 508 compliant. Yeah. So, I mean, there, yeah, no, there's several things on that. Um, I mean, first one, I, I could always go to the the far end that you could be sued uh, for, for your website um, if it's not accessible. I mean, this has happened to different businesses out there. But you're looking at your website to make sure that it has the ability to work with the screen reader. So, it goes along with any of the other disability acts that are out there. You're basically saying, hey, my website is the same as having Braille on an office signage. So it's it's giving those users the ability to go to your website and apply for a job if they wanted a job there. Or to buy your products or to look at the products that you have, you know, and, and if, and if you don't, if your site's not accessible, um, you're, you're losing out on a whole different diverse, you know, audience. And, you know, so it's, it is important. Um, I, I wish a lot of businesses would take it a little bit more seriously, but it's one of those situations. It's, it, it's starting to come around a little bit more and that's fantastic because we, we see it and we breathe it all day, every day. Um, but I, I think until you're put in that situation, you don't really put that much weight onto it. And then sometimes when you get to the far extreme, we talked about the lawsuits is, that's all of a sudden when it when it really makes sense to them and they're like, yeah, maybe we should have done this. Um, and I'm not saying it's always going to happen, but you know that's that's typically the you know the far side. But you know it's it, it's just something that business should do or anyone that's running a website should have some of those tests done on their site just to make sure that it does work. Yeah, there's nothing worse than getting to the almost to the end of a. Uh form and it's not you can't fill it out or some type of capture or something there that yeah. makes it inaccessible yeah. for that yeah. individual yeah those those captures those captures are you know crazy with uh i understand why they're needed but screen readers oh. don't don't really like that very well but you know i'll go back to like the employment services side i mean working with that group on training or you know interview processes and things like that it, it's it's real funny because they're trying to find those em employers that wanted to hire someone that's blind or visually impaired but then you go to their website and you test it 
well, we know why you're not hiring people that are blind or visually impaired. It's because those sites, they struggle to go through all the steps to get that application filled out. We, we have had some consulting work from companies through employment services to where they're like, hey, we didn't realize this. So can you guys take a look at it? And we've gave them some recommendations. And part of that 508 compliance is I don't have a web developer, so I'm not going to be able to remediate your problems. But what I can do is I can give you a full write-up to say, here's what's wrong with your site. Here's a few things that you could change or your website is good or, hey, it's, it's pretty good. And here's a couple small one-off items that you might want to address. Um, so we'll kind of break it down different avenues or those. And then what they do is they'll either fix it themselves if they do their website, or they'll go back to their web developer and have them, you know, kind of tweak it, change it from the recommendations that we gave. And then a lot of times what we're doing is going back a second or even possibly a third time to test the work that they've done. So how is partnering with uh, Bob's IT consulting good for just business and good for, you know, society really? Uh yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's fantastic for, you, you know, you've got that social aspect uh, that you're partnering with a, you know, a local nonprofit that's trying to do good. You know, we're employing people that are blind or visually impaired. It's the right thing to do. But ultimately, kind of the consulting end of it for me and Bosma is we're trying to cut down on that unemployment rate and just finding opportunities to show, show all these other businesses just because you know someone that's blind or someone that's visually impaired, they can't do it. Well, we've got technology and we see this all day um, that people can do anything if if they have all the right tools. Yeah, yeah. like the, our president CEO, Mr. Jeff Bittman says, um, technology is a great equalizer. Yeah, um, yeah, a lot for of sure. People don't know what what um, people have in their pockets and how powerful that smartphone is nowadays. As far as with uh, just getting back yeah. and forth to work with the Uber app. Yeah, like the absolutely. To travel. I mean, yeah. And it's funny because like uh, I'm an Apple user, but if you start looking at like all the Apple updates and you start reading what those updates are. So, you know, as you're going through that, instead of just doing the update, read what those updates are for. And the majority of those updates are for accessibility issues, whether it's for someone that's blind, someone that's deaf. I mean, so there's all these different disabilities that they're trying to incorporate into these different updates. Um, and it's just interesting looking at those and kind of seeing them in print as those updates are happening. So it's, so to me, it's like those manufacturers are getting it. They're understanding, they're listening to their audience as well to say, okay, we need to make this system better. And, and they're doing it. Technology doesn't just uh, benefit those who are blind. It benefits, uh, you know, an array of people as yeah. well. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, think about think about how many people now really only carry their smartphone. A lot of people don't even have computers anymore because you're walking right. around with a portable computer in your pocket, right. you know, and that's people's lives. All of their contacts, emails, calendars, you name it, it's all in that one device. So you you've got to think, okay, all that technology is there, all at their fingertips. All day, every day. Don't even have to leave the house if you don't want to leave Correct. the house. <laughs> Correct. But you have all the different apps that you can. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Jason, um, how can someone get in contact with you? How can they, uh, if they want to come in and learn more about Bob's IT Consulting, how, how does the uh, company or individual go about doing that? Yeah, so they can actually contact me directly, Jason Bailey. Uh, my email address is Jason, J-A-S-O-N, B as in boy, at 
bosma, B-O-S-M-A dot org, or they can get in touch with me via phone. 317-876-5464. And I mean, what we can do is sit down, you know, have a, have a call, talk about their individual needs. Every business is going to be a little different in what they're looking for. Um, and what we do is kind of have that initial call to figure out what it is, you know, that they're looking for. And then we'll follow it up with another call. And then I'll bring in, you know, my team that specializes in those certain areas to make sure that we're not overselling our services and we get the right people on the call to say that we can or cannot do something. Sounds good. Sounds good. Definitely. If you want to learn more about that, please follow us at www.bosma.org. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast on Apple, Google, and SoundCloud, and make sure you're following the Navigating Blindness on all social media pages as well. Jason, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast giving them all that great information about Bogma's IT Consulting. And I'll talk to you next week.